She's in fashion. Fashion. <laughs> this is a crowd podcast. Welcome to Go Love Yourself, the podcast where we're all trying to love ourselves a little bit more. Leonardo DiCaprio from The Man in the Iron Mask, where your like hair is like stuck. Yeah. So if you're one of those girls that can like sexily do that, can you just like tell me how? <laughs> <laughs> Laura, we've got to talk about the Go Love Yourself meetup we went to last week. Oh, wasn't it so incredible? Like, honestly, <laughs> we were really so nervous, good. weren't we? But I had the best day. Like, I left. I was exhausted from talking. My cheeks hurt from smiling so much. But what a fabulous day and what an amazing bunch of women. Like, it was incredible, wasn't it? I, I Like, when we say me and Laura were nervous, and I don't, I, I don't really get nervous. Like, going into a social situation with a bunch of people I don't know, that's my jam, right? <laughs> but I was nervous because, like... I just was nervous and on the car ride down and stuff like that and then we just got out of the car and we walked over to this group and everyone stood up and hugged us and everyone was so nice and people came along throughout the day and oh it was just so lovely everyone was great and it was so nice to talk to people you know people they ask questions about the podcast and you know what we've got coming up it was just amazing to be around people that are supporting this podcast and are have made friendships as a result of you and yeah, me sitting here chatting I about shit. That. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that means everything, doesn't it? And i tell you what else was really nice was this is going to sound really cheesy and I knew it was cheesy doing it, but I really wanted to. We all sort of sat around, mm. we had a picnic. We asked everyone their name, uh, where they were from and what the most interesting thing about them was. Some of the answers were so funny and like yeah, so awesome. diverse, like we were not expecting. <laughs> but yeah, it really was so amazing. It's a really good icebreaker as well, actually. For, you know, yeah. if you guys, if anyone listening is planning a, a meeting, up then that's definitely something to to like maybe do as a bit of an icebreaker because it gets you giggling and it makes you you know that we had however many of us there and there were just so many different answers and it helps you get to know them a bit better as well um oh it's just amazing yeah I love oh I can't (laughs) and if you fancy doing a meetup make sure that you join our Facebook group which is go love yourself community there are so many wonderful women on there and there are loads and loads of meetups being organized all over the country all the time Um, and if you don't see one for your area then obviously you can organize it yourself hell yes um anyway we've got to move on from that because I I still feel I don't know about you I got home from it and I felt really emotional and I still feel a bit emotional so we're gonna have to move on before (laughs) I cry on the podcast for the 47,000th time and uh, other than that Malora how are you? Oh, bless you. I'm all right. I'm all right. I feel a little bit flat, really, but like, not really like, I'm not sad. I just feel a bit like, what is the point of my existence? I've done that, mate. No, wait, Absolutely hold brilliant. on a minute. Not, I didn't see you that dramatic. long ago. What's happened? I'm fine. I'm fine. I think I just feel really boring at the moment and I just feel like, I don't know, I'm just having like a bit of a... I'm a bit of a, a woman. I am. I'm honestly fine. Anyway, just to, tell me, how are you? How we'll, are you doing? We'll talk again. We'll talk about this outside the podcast. Everyone, we'll make sure that Laura's all, <laughs> I'm right, all right and stuff like I'm that. All right. I'm all right. Honestly, I promise. I, no, but again, it's just like you, I think we all have these things. Don't we? You have like just ups and downs of just general life and people will understand. And I love that you're always honest on this podcast as well. And you're not just like I'm living my best life every single day of the week. Thanks very much. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. It's, that's, that would be a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I posted something the other day about like, I can't wait for autumn so I can be cold and sad rather than yeah. hot and sad, which is what I am now. And I was like, yeah, I've never related to anything so I want to be cold and sad. 
Yeah, cold and sad and with a, a lit candle. You just, I don't know. It's just something about that that makes There's life feel better. It, well, to be fair, this was the world's longest summer in the UK. <laughs> it really has been, hasn't it? it? Honest, like, like, I felt cold for the first time today. And I was like, I don't remember this feeling. Bear in mind, we live in England. We live in the south of England. It, it, and it is the most England that England's. And I haven't been cold since March. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm ready for autumn as well. I'm not going to lie. So how are you? Have you been? Um, no, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm kind of, everything's all plodding along and, um, and all that kind of stuff. And I'm kind of still dating in the background. And I've Eek. sort of decided that... Yeah, it's been a real, I think we'll do another, maybe a longer update on it another time, but it is really up and down. But what I've got to the the stage of is don't get your hopes up at all, ever. That's Uh, cheery. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm really good, but also like I hate everyone and everyone hates me. Um, But I'm still doing it and it's all fabulous and... There's nice things happening in my world, so it's it's all it's all fine here. And have we got dates planned yet? Maybe. <gasps> you have, haven't you? Oh my god! Is this the one that you were telling me about the other week? No, a different one. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Okay. This is it. I mean, I was talking to on what I like. We got to WhatsApp with maybe like three guys or four guys, and yeah. every single one of them sort of didn't reply. At, like, it got to a point where they just and then then they never replied and I haven't obviously gone back and double text I mean I don't mind a double text I probably will just to make sure that's over but it's just so do you know what I mean like you get a bit your hopes up and then it's like ah no yeah. don't do that so yes I'm gonna I'm only gonna give updates on the podcast when there's something to say because other than that I get my hopes up I get everyone else's hopes up I get a ton of messages and I'm like nah don't worry it's still so destroyingly awful oh. dating and dating when you're big but I will go on some dates and I'll provide some news soon. Thank you. That'd be great. And just remember that you like are so worthy and deserving of love. Like you are, you oh, really are. Like, great. and I, I genuinely mean that. Just know your worth when you when you go into these dates. And I don't know. I just want the best for you and want you to be happy. Yes, and if so anyone breaks your heart, too. I will cut them and cut the dick off. <laughs> All if right. anyone breaks my heart, I'm going to set the Go Love Yourself community on them because <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't like this boy's chances then if they have to go up against the community, not at all. <laughs> Alrighty, today we're going to be chatting about something that we've touched on loads. We talk about it all the time on Instagram, obviously, but we've been wanting to do a bit more of like a, like get right into it for ages. Lauren wants a deep dive in more ways than one. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> Babes, I, I didn't, I purposely didn't say deep dive. <laughs> Lauren is gagging for a deep dive. I am um, <laughs> gagging for a deep dive. But however, I also work in a very corporate job where I get the term. So we're going to do a deep dive on this campaign. Oh, fuck off. Like, no. So today we're going to chat about fashion. She's in fashion. Fashion. Um, And more specifically, sorry about that, everyone. uh, More specifically, the fashion (laughs) rules that we feel like we have to follow. We're also going to be talking about sustainable shopping, the pressure to cover ourselves up when you look different to the beauty standard. So if you kind of struggle with things like eczema, varicose veins, hair, cellulite, you know, all normal human things that we've been kind mm-hmm, of conditioned to mm-hmm. make to feel are ugly and that we should just get rid of. The list really is endless, which is quite sad and quite shocking. Uh, so we're here to chat about that today and to debunk some fashion rules as well. Yeah, it's... Oh, there's so many rules. I'm so excited for this episode. I can't wait to get into it. And, you know, fashion sometimes and beauty and things like that can seem a bit frivolous in the world, but... I'm letting you know now, 
I went out the other day and I put on a really fucking nice dress and I did my hair really nice and I put my makeup really nice and I felt awesome. So sometimes your outer can make you feel good in your inner. That's just life. That's just like, that's not for everybody. If you're not into fashion or anything like that, it's absolutely fine. But for some people that, you know, for people that are, sometimes what we wear can make us feel really confident. Absolutely, yeah. And like you say, it can sound superficial, but I really don't think it is. And I think, I think it comes down to, and we've, again, I feel like we say this all the time. We've spoken about this before, but it's about doing things because you want to, not because you feel like you have to. So in a kind of diet culture world, we kind of feel like we've been made to feel like we have to eat the salad. Actually, mm. salad's really tasty and nice, especially if it's really hot. I find a salad really lovely. So it's like salads mm. are not the enemy. And it's the same like when we talk about wearing the safety cardigan or wearing the leggings. If you want to wear them and that's what makes you feel good, wear that. But don't wear yeah. it because you feel you have to. And the same with makeup. Makeup is there to, and should be there, I think, personally, to enhance mm. your natural beauty. I do like to shove it on with a trail. And according to some trails <laughs> on the internet, I'm terrible at it, but we won't go there. <laughs> Fuck you, trolls. Um, but I think like, yeah, makeup is there to like have fun with and enjoy and it shouldn't shouldn't necessarily be there to, to cover up. Yeah, I do too. And I, I don't feel guilty for that. I saw when we first started the podcast um, and I think I did something on makeup or skincare or something like that. And somebody, you know, really kindly sort of said, you know, if, if your whole philosophy is the way you look is the least interesting thing about you, then, you know, why are you putting on makeup? Why are you look like taking care? Of, why are you spending lots of money on expensive skincare? And it's because I want to. Yeah. Those things. I love, love makeup. I, I could spend hours doing my eyeshadow. Like, I just love it. I love skincare as well. I want to look after my skin. It's mm. part of my body. Uh, yeah, that's potentially a product of years of, you know, women and ageing and all that kind of marketing. Yeah, for sure. I probably spend way too much on there because I'm scared about ageing. But I just love it. I love, I love like, finding new skincare and, like, new things. And I love finding new makeup. I just love it. And that's fine. Some people don't. That's also cool. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I wonder if as well, like, I wonder if you feel like this. I don't know, maybe it's different because, like, you didn't grow up in a bigger body. But Mm. I've always felt a little bit like because I couldn't necessarily like buy clothes growing up like makeup and hair stuff I was more into that as well I think like and I've got a obsession with handbags and accessories I used to have so many fucking scarves I can't tell you <laughs> <laughs> I actually got rid of them recently because I'm talking like a couple of years ago because I was like I'm sick of hiding behind a scarf and now yeah. other than like a woolly scarf in winter to keep me warm I'm like I purposefully don't look at buy or wear like summery scarves anymore mm. but yeah because it wasn't sort of like accessible for me I did I tended to focus more on on that that's really interesting I wonder if any other people you know girls who grew up maybe a bit bigger than their friends have got now an accessory addiction yeah I, I think it's actually quite common I've spoken to quite a lot of people that have had the same oh that's so interesting I hadn't thought of that before so I have always been really like I've always really liked fashion like not as in mm. like particularly the couture kind of like weird and wonderful stuff but I've always really liked kind of clean lines and like more sophisticated like fashion mm. like classic I guess the look I suppose is what I always wanted to go for but I couldn't and I always really like kind of like statement like simple elegant statement pieces um but I always felt like I couldn't well I, to be honest I couldn't wear them because I couldn't get hold of them but I always feel like I was told I couldn't wear them um and I always felt like I had to wear things that were flattering and I think that word is quite tricky because I think that I think that sometimes when we talk about the word flattering it just automatically it can mean 
slimmer. It's like again, it's just like that. Th- that thinness is the end goal when you're when you're shopping for clothes. But actually, I was chatting to a friend about this the other day. My friend Heather was saying that actually, she said. Um, she was like, I love you and I love your podcast. She's like, but I had to disagree with you a little bit on that. And I was like, okay. She said, because flattering can mean different things. It can mean like flattering as in the colour is flattering to your skin okay. tone. As in it's flattering to your shape. And at the end of the day, like personally, like we talk a lot about wear what you want, you know, wear the crop top, wear the shorts, whatever. But me personally, I'm not going to feel comfortable in a crop top. So mm. I feel really good in a dress and that might make me look more slim it might be more slimming more flattering than jeans but that's what I also feel good in and it's not about me trying to shrink myself when I'm dressing but I also want to dress to kind of enhance my shape and to make me feel good about myself it's not Mm. about hiding anymore so yeah I think I think when I'm like now I'm shopping I don't know about you but I'm trying to think less about right what's flattering and what do I want to wear but it's difficult isn't it the access to it when you are in a bigger body you've spoken about this recently you did post about Zara and it really really struck me just how limited we are when we're bigger yeah so this this I went to Zara with my friend recently Emma who is really really slim and I was just and you know like all my friends who are slim they get their entire bloody wardrobes from Zara and I see these beautiful clothes and I'm just like oh that's amazing but you kind of shut your head off to it because I know I can't even bother like I've never you know I don't go in Zara I don't look on the website I don't look on their Instagram I don't follow them I can't have their clothes so why would I but when I was in the shop and Emma was like looking for her stuff and I was looking at these clothes and I was like fucking hell this stuff is nice. Some of this stuff is really nice and some of this stuff I want to wear and I can't and it sucks. And, you know, that's why I don't go high street shopping. I haven't bought an outfit or a dress from the high street other than a supermarket probably since before the pandemic because high street shopping makes me want to cry. Yeah, it's been about 10 years for me, I think. Mate, I just, oh, it's just literally the worst. But when I was, I was like standing, <laughs> I was standing in Zara looking at this beautiful light blue tweed Chanel style blazer and I was like I want this I want Mm. this this is the shit I want to be wearing I've got a like a Pinterest board where I like whenever anything like randomly comes up of this like Chanel style fabric that classic 50s 60s stuff that I see I like save it and I'm like oh you know save it to look at or you know maybe one day I can make it or maybe one day I'll find something similar and I just looked at this thing and I was like I don't have anything like that in my wardrobe right now and then I was looking around at all these things and Emma picked up this beautiful, again, it was kind of like the Chanel style tweed. I think there's a theme here, like corset top. And there was these like suits and really tailored stuff and mm. all these things. I, you know, I'm not very a straight line kind of person. And obviously I, my clothes are bright floral or pattern or leopard print, animal print, bright, 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 bright. But all the clothes I was looking at in Zara, I'm thinking that's really fucking nice. And then afterwards I went on the website to kind of do a bit of research to be like, oh, what do I like? was nothing like what's currently in my wardrobe. And actually, when I was going through the Zara website, they did have a floral midi dress and I didn't like it. And I was like, I wouldn't pick that. Mm. And I'm like, and it just got me thinking. I put it on my stories and I had some really interesting conversations of like, what would your style be if you had access to everything in fashion? You had access to everything on the high street. Would your style be, would your wardrobe look like it would now? Mm. And for me... It absolutely wouldn't because really? and then honestly since then I've really I've 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 really looked at my dresses and I've thought there's some of these I don't like. Oh really? That's so interesting. Mate, it's mad. And like because 
I had never worn a floral midi dress before mm. I got bigger. When I was slimmer, I wasn't wearing midi dresses. I was wearing mini dresses. And yes, okay, there's like, you know, a thing about there about, you know, I don't really want to wear a midi dress and I don't want to wear sleeves. I would like sleeves. I feel more comfortable if I have sleeves. I feel more comfortable if it's a little bit looser on my tummy. That's just me personally. Mm. If that's not you, yeah. that's fine. But I never wore the kind of clothes that I'm wearing now when I was slimmer. And okay, yes, I'm also older, but... I don't think I would be wearing floral midi dresses and animal print leopard print dresses if I had access to this, the clothes that my friends do. And that makes me really sad. I because can imagine. Yeah, it does. It's made, made me think, to be honest. Yeah, genuine. Like, honest, but you just saying there, Laura, like, you just saying that you like classic fashion, straight lines and all that kind of stuff. But you, again, your wardrobe is lots of, again, floral midi dresses. And I don't think I've seen you yeah. in a lot of... The straight lines, the structure, the classic. I wouldn't say that your style mm. or your wardrobe no. is classic. I, we, I think no. we're quite similar. What do you think you would wear then if you had access to everything? I really like, you know, Victoria Beckham's brand. Um, mm. I quite like the simplicity of that. Like, I really like mm. tailored things. I like, as I've gotten older, I, I definitely, Matt always used to say it to me, uh, and I, I hate this actually pains me. I think he's right. Buy cheap, buy twice. And I, I, as I've gotten a bit older, I think I would much prefer to, to spend a bit of money on investment pieces. And I realise that I'm very privileged to be able to do that. Being child free <laughs> helps, obviously, mm. not having a you know little ones to, to provide for. But I would much rather invest in yeah quality pieces. But I uh, yeah I like quite classic. I actually quite like sort of like nude stuff as well. <laughs> Sounded oh really well. Sounded better in my head. I like nude I stuff do, too. I do. Though. As I've got older, I do like colour, and I wonder if part of it is because when I was younger, I was always always taught from like the people at Slimming World from like my mum all the women in my family all of her friends that black was slimming oh yes hiding black everybody yes I was always taught that and I remember do you remember like all the like Trini, Susanna 10 years younger Snog, Marry, Avoid all of those ones were always like black is slimming don't wear stripes don't wear horizontal stripes vertical stripes are fine don't wear like big patterns but don't wear too small patterns and I feel like we are conditioned as bigger women the only option that you've got or at least it used to be like this anyway is that like you need to dress for your size so you need to dress appropriately for your size as in don't you dare have more flesh on show and god forbid you show your bingo wings if you're over 40 Um, hide the tummy area accentuate the good things about your body and I do get it and I also think I think that you know sometimes I think we're a little bit woke and a bit PC and going wear what you want wear what you want I do think that but I also think that let's be real for a lot of us if you're in a bigger body you're not going to wear a crop top because you're probably not going to feel comfortable if you do brilliant you do you Mm -hmm. go for it we obviously want that that choice um but yeah i think it's just it's just a bit of a shame really like when when you were saying that the other day about you know what would my style be and i looked at my wardrobe and thought isn't it wonderful how much color is there but i feel like i'm always just literally going to go for a dress and something else i read like don't read horrible things about yourself guys people put on the internet it's not great for your mental health stop doing um, it we talked about this <laughs> i know i know i know but people are like oh floral dress and trainers like how original like can we see something else but literally <laughs> that's like, all that we fucking got are you that's having me that on but that's got, what we've got it? access to yeah there's no answer to it is the thing but you know 
I encourage people to kind of think about what would your style be if you had access to everything? But not even as far as that, for so long, when I was gaining weight, there was a period of time when I was sort of gaining weight and getting bigger and bigger, refused to buy nice clothes because I was like, oh, I don't want to buy clothes at this size. I would buy clothes that fit Mm. or could find in my size or covered me up. That was my style for a long time. So I feel like in the last like year and a half, I've kind of rebelled so much where I've gone, I want fucking colour everywhere. (laughs) And I do, and I am a pink dress kind of person. But I might not also be like I've even looked at like a dungaree dress, the other black denim dungaree dress. I, like that's not what I would I would expect to be in. But I'm looking at that now and I'm like, that's what I want. And I want like cool 60s vibes and cool 50s vibes and maybe the odd 70. I want to do all the vintage stuff. And I it's not easy because the because those kind of clothes are not catered for my size. Yeah, one of the things that we were actually chatting about at the Go Love Yourself meetup was about how when a lot of us were like younger or like I'm talking about, I don't know, five, ten years ago when plus size fashion, you could, you know, it was very difficult to buy online. You really kind of only had ASOS, maybe Simply Be at that point. And how we basically, all of us, just bought clothes because they fit and not because mm. we like them. And now it does feel nice to kind of go, there is there are options out there. There are options. It's, yeah. And so that is nice. They're not as many options as we would like. Um, retailers, please do more. I know we're in a recession, but come on, we, we need to, uh, <laughs> we still need to cater. <laughs> we still need to wear clothes. Um, but yeah, that's actually really nice. That's really good for me because I remember, oh, honestly, even just finding a prom dress, this actually oh, makes mate. me so sad thinking about it. So I was doing obviously like my A levels, finished my A levels, and I was in a really bad place like mentally. And I remember scraping some money together, and then I think I took myself to Lakeside to buy a dress, and I knew exactly what I wanted. I wanted something that was um, what do you call it when it's like one? Is it one shoulder? Yeah, yeah, one shoulder dress. One shoulder dress. Yeah. And I wanted something really elegant and like, again, like really clean cut. So like black or navy, like one shoulder, straight kind of maybe impala and kicked out a little bit, like kind of like Hollywood red carpet style thing. I couldn't find anything in my size. This was again before online shopping. We didn't have a lot of money. I remember buying this like, God, I think about it now and I think, oh my God. It was like a kind of, very pale pink like satiny number and it was a bridesmaid's dress it's the only thing that i could find that would fit me i either cut it or got it altered so it was shorter than like floor length should have just kept it floor length and for some stupid reason i got like i think it came with like little really thin straps that you could Mm. add if you wanted to and i put the really thin strap and made it a one shoulder oh and i looked right i'm gonna have to dig out a picture and put this on socials because it was people say to me like you're so fashionable you're so trendy (laughs) and i remember feeling like honestly just feeling like so shit about myself and i probably lasted like two hours like didn't have a boyfriend to date to take and i phoned my dad up and was like yeah shit can you come pick me up and he came and picked me up in his dusty old builder's van and we went home <laughs> i probably just binge but anyway well we've gone off a tangent here but that's we? it but like you went there with an idea and like you yeah. had to settle for what you could find in your size yeah and it really sucks it's so frustrating because this is obviously you know what we're living in although plus size fashion has come on a lot since then like and from what i understand obviously not having not been bigger sort of 10 years ago there's just so much many more options now and that's really really good but if you do go on to a retailer website and you filter by size look at the different look at the amount of mm. items there are in the 12 10 12 range look how many items there are in the 20 plus it's going to be half a quarter something like that maybe even less 
I just don't understand why. We've spoken before, we spoke to, um, in the first series, we spoke to Alex Light, who launched her own clothing range and went up to a size 32. She's a small business and they went up to a size 32. It is possible. What really gets my goat is when, like, they have... I don't actually mind so much the separate plus size ranges because I feel like you can't just size up from a size eight kind of you know design of of something and it will work on a size 28 like some things just will not work so don't particularly mind having separate ranges but i do really mind when they like take something and they go oh let's make this into a plus size version and they make it 15 times worse it's like a tent it's shapeless it's frumpy it's old-fashioned and then they charge you 20 pound more and it's like no that is not fair um, and I feel like as well, it's very difficult to be like fashion forward as well when you're plus size. Like I feel like ASOS really are the only people that have kind of like trendy stuff um, that you can wear. Like since kind of being in the public eye a little bit more after Bake Off and stuff, I've, like the odd time I get invited to events, most of the time just at home in my pyjamas. <laughs> but I've been like trying to find like things that are trendy and like not wanting to just wear a floral midi dress, even though like day to day that's fine. I wanted something kind of fun and trendy and feeling it's so hard mate honestly like when i went to the ntas honestly i spent I 800 that. quid do you remember that i mean i spent 800 yeah. quid on dresses and i ended up wearing something from my wardrobe we just couldn't find anything it just sucks it's uh, yeah and and it's it's frustrating as, as well because oversized fashion and style exists for smaller sizes you yeah. know like oversized shirts and dresses and stuff so Make that make sense. You have the fabric there. You're willing to make smaller sizes oversized as a style, but you will not put extra fabric into dresses to to even go up to a size 26, 2020. I went to an event today for work and this woman had this most beautiful dress and I looked online and it had to be a thing. I was like, oh, I don't think they'll do my size. And we're like, oh, oh, I, oh, I bet they do. And I was like, oh, mate, it's not a fucking trauma. Like, it's all right. And no, they didn't. They stopped at an 18. I can't have that dress. I want that dress. So, but they can make things oversized. It makes no sense, mate. Do you also think, like, would you wear more trousers more? Because we neither of us really... I mean, I do wear jeans sometimes, but I find that they cut... And they're just not very comfortable. I just feel comfortable and confident more in a dress. But would you, do you think you'd wear more jeans or trousers if you were like smaller or if you, if they tailored like two more? If I was smaller, yes, absolutely. But then again, if, if I was smaller, I didn't have body hangups about certain things of my own body, then I'd wear whatever. But um, I personally really don't like my tummy. That's me personally. I'm very conscious of it. And I wear yeah, styles same. that don't hug it. So I don't wear trousers for that reason. And I don't. I, I, I've never done the tuck-in thing. And I know that I'm a hypocrite because I know that we sit here on this podcast and say, fuck it and tuck it. Well, we haven't said that yet, but I'm saying it now. <laughs> fuck it and tuck oh, I like it. That. That's yeah, hashtag. right? Um, and wear whatever you want. But I don't personally feel confident to do that. That's absolutely fine. That's my issue. So I don't think I would. I'd love to wear like a suit. You see you in like a purple power suit. Couldn't you though? And maybe if they were tailored yeah. so that it wasn't really tight on my tummy, maybe... Oh, mate, if, oh, this is so annoying. It's, it's really difficult being bigger and then having been smaller when you were younger because I had access to all this fucking fashion when I was like 25 and I didn't make the most of it. <laughs> I didn't wear a bloody power suit. There are people doing it. I look at other people that are plus size and they're rocking trousers and jeans and I think, oh, they look brilliant. And it makes me feel, sometimes yeah. I feel very boring and very safe in my clothes choice. But like you, like I'm apple shaped. I carry all my weight around my middle, like pretty much and i can't this is uh, this is really interesting i'm just about to say i can't wear shorts and i can't wear trousers and i can't wear things that are straight up straight down but i have been taught that 
I've been like, can, yeah. saying, like we were talk- when we talk about fashion rules, like obviously I can, but I don't feel great in trousers that show my stomach. Like I am very self-conscious of my stomach and my fupa. And I think it goes back to being like, you know how I was saying about how, cause you, cause I couldn't shop on the high street or get designer nice clothes. I overcompensated with like nice handbags and stuff. I think mm. I did exactly the same with like, with clothes, with my hair, with my makeup, I always want to try and look presentable because I mm. don't want to like kind of adhere to that fat and lazy stereotype that a lot mm. of people kind of do see that. So like obviously at home I can wear with joggers and tops of toothpaste down me and that's absolutely fine. But <laughs> um I do always really like to try and make like the effort when I go out. Yeah, I, I yeah, you said that before and I think a few people have kind of agreed with you. You shouldn't have to. All, all of this, everything that we're talking about on this podcast is that, you know, people have been made to feel this certain way for so long, but you shouldn't have to. And, you know, the fact that even you just sat there and almost went, I can't wear shorts. Not that you can't, mm. it's that you don't want to. And that's absolutely fine. Yeah, I don't think we should that's beat ourselves up about fine. it. Yeah, no. Yeah. And, you know, a bit more on fashion rules. Like, so growing up, and when we talked about being flattering, I really struggle with the word flattering because I think it's, I read something about a year and a half ago and someone was just called out the word flattering. like, flattering's bullshit. Flattering, to me, flattering means it will make you look slimmer. And God love my mother. She does, she used to say that to me a lot. It's like, oh, it'll be, it'll be very flattering. So obviously I had like a, more of an hourglass back in the day and my hips were much bigger. So something that sort of like touched my hips would be deemed not flattering. But it's bullshit because why do we care? I, fuck off <laughs> you don't have to wear something flattering and I get that a lot in my comments and, and DMs of people saying oh that looks really flattering on you and I love the compliment thank you very much this isn't any anything to you it's more you don't have to wear something that's flattering if you just want to wear something wear it it doesn't you don't have to go shop for something flattering if you don't want to mm. all those rules that you grow up with just chuck them in the bin yeah you know one of the first things I said on this podcast was about like you know how I hid my bigger body for about a year, two years in black. And Mm. then I realised I'm fat, whether I hide myself in black clothes or I show myself off in a pink dress and I want to wear a pink dress. Yeah, that is so true. And I think that is something that I hadn't actually really thought about until you said that. And I thought, God, you Mm. know what? That is, that is so right. Like you, exactly that. Like you can try and hide yourself in flattering clothes as much as you want but actually like you are at the end of the day like you are what you are aren't you yeah, and you're not gonna hide yourself that much no. because you're just but not I find myself like even now like you know I'm, I'm just being really honest because I could sit here and go like oh, I wear this and I'm brilliant and I've I've overcome this and I've got it all sussed out but at the end of the day I'm human I went to it's my niece's birthday party the other day and there was some family over from Australia hope they don't listen to this uh, <laughs> and I was feeling really self-conscious because one of them is a very judgmental person she always has been she's always been very very obsessive appearance but not even just that just things like she's very snobby about like her kids and like their achievements and all of that and I really felt quite self-conscious going to that barbecue wouldn't have normally my family are brilliant and I'm very lucky I felt very self-conscious going to that barbecue thinking what shall I wear and what is going to make me look good and feel good and I chose funnily enough actually the dress I've got on now which is black uh midi and I thought yeah that's quite sort of slimming that's flattering and I chose a designer handbag because I thought maybe then this is really sad I know but I then thought oh maybe then she will see 
I'm not a complete waste of space like she probably remembers me as when I was like 20 so I dress nicer and I've got a designer handbag so I'm like I'm all right I'm doing all right and then it wasn't until after I left and I was really cross with myself and I thought for fuck's sake Laura like you're 33 years old mate like don't be pandering to people that are absolute pricks like don't be doing that don't be doing that so it was just a lesson for me and sometimes we have to kind of go maybe go through that kind of thing to realize actually like like I should have just worn a big lovely floral dress and not not have given a shit but yeah we all have moments where we like kind of struggle and I think for me I think like even the other day I was looking I was making a reel for Instagram and I was looking trying to find pictures of me as a teenager I Mm. could a I couldn't find any I literally could not find any there was only one my stepsister sent me a picture saying hey sis do you remember this from France and it was a full body shot that was the only one pretty much apart from my school leaving day which I looked horrendous in I had a grey t-shirt on and a purple cardigan that was done up honestly I don't even know what I was thinking (laughs) yeah I found that really that was really sad and then but apart from that one picture everything else I was in black so now I have to kind of tell myself I don't have to wear black but I also do like wearing black not because it's flattering or slimming but I just sometimes I just want to wear like an LBD but it's amazing isn't it how ingrained these things are in us honestly it just baffled me then that you went out of your way to make somebody else feel comfortable who is not who doesn't always show you kindness Mm. and that is such a human trait and you do it and I know so many people listening would do it but when it comes to that you know if somebody's going to judge you in that way because you're bigger don't give them the satisfaction of of putting something on your body that you don't really want to wear or that that makes me so sad and mad i'm mad at you this is <laughs> my sorry. mad face i'm still learning too and like i said like afterwards and even now i think oh she can go fuck herself go listen to go love yourself or go fuck yourself or go um, fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i'm still like learning too and i'm still like struggling some days and i think it's normal it's all human but yeah so tell me what are your favorite places to shop like where are your like go-to's what I find myself doing a lot since I've been bigger and I have, I'm riddled with guilt for it and also understand why I'm doing it and why I understand do, why people do it is shopping fast fashion. So I, I, a lot of my clothes are from Shein and I wear everything like multiple times. If you look on my Instagram, if you like, mm. if I'm ever on stories, yeah. I wear everything like a thousand times. Because one, I haven't I haven't got all the money in the world to go and buy lots of clothes all the time. I, I use everything that I have a lot and I'm very conscious of that. But it is so difficult to buy affordable and stylish plus size fashion that so many people do shop fast fashion. Yeah. And she and being one of them. And as I said, I am riddled with guilt for it. However, it is a damn privilege to shop sustainably, not only obviously financially, but also if you're in a bigger body, because there's yeah. just not that it's it's not equitable at all between sizes. And so I do get a lot of stuff from there, and oh yeah, I do feel a lot of guilt for it. And I I, I did a, a few reels in the summer about some dresses that I bought, and I got a lot of really you know absolutely like fine comments but they're obviously really negative of like why the fuck have you done this and you know who needs this many clothes and all this kind of stuff and yeah i get it it's, it is a tricky one because like, i i like literally i hear the word sheen and i go oh shit quality workers paid really bad 
fast fashion, really bad for the environment, all of that. And then the other day, like I actually was struggling to find something for a birthday party. And I know that everyone will go, Laura, you got a whole wardrobe of clothes. And yes, I have, right? So did I need the dress? No, but that was the style of dress I wanted. And yes, I, I look like a Weatherspoon's dinner plate, but that's not the point. <laughs> that was the style of dress I wanted. And I saw it and it was what, 18 pounds? There was a very similar dress by a brand who I think was called Reformation, which is a US band. And it was like 300 quid. And I was like, who's got the money? Who's got the money for that? Interestingly, when after I found the, you know, the blue tweed Zara jacket, I googled plus size blue tweed blazer and found like four alternatives on Shein and on and nowhere else in my size. So yeah, it's they are really good for that. Fucking, like, yeah. it's really affordable and it's really trendy. And I just think that if you, I think one of the things that people will say is like, well, yeah, but it's, you, do you need it? Like, yeah, all right. If you have to shop, you know, but do you need it? Like, you've yeah. got, if you've got clothes that haven't got holes in, then you don't need it. Mm. I get that. But also, sometimes we just want to look nice in something fabulous. And yeah. we've got a cost of living crisis looming. I mean, it's pretty much here. It's ridiculous it's here. how much everything has gone up. So, yeah. personally, I just feel like let's not beat ourselves up too much. If you can afford to shop sustainably, then do that. But like, there aren't that many brands, to be honest, out there like doing it like for us plus size girls. No, and it's really it's really fucking hard. So I get the most amount of compliments from dresses that I buy on Shein, but I am genuinely riddled with guilt. But again, I make sure that I wear those dresses to death, and I will then either give them to a charity shop or sell them on, so they are not going to waste. Yeah. You know, when we talk about state, I, I am really interested in sustainability and I don't really talk about it a lot because, again, it was just like with a double standard of saying, oh, I'm really interested in sustainable fashion, but also buying from Shein. But it's also really difficult to shop like second hand. Like if you have you gone into a charity oh, shop, yeah. mate, there's like uh, this huge rail of charity, uh, this huge rail of clothes in a charity shop. And there will be like four things that are above a size 18 and they're not yeah, things that I would like to wear. Mm. And I love watching on tiktok i love watching um like thrift halls and charity shop halls yeah i love watching them and i've bought so much stuff like from charity shop but clothing wise for plus size is really fucking hard as well it is difficult yeah i mean if anyone is um plus size and lives in strood area then the um, (laughs) cancer research place in strood is absolutely full of all of my if you you live anywhere in north kent i'm a size 20 and i really want your clothes but i will say on that though i have absolutely fallen in love with vintage this year i have not only i have sold a bunch of my clothes on there because again um i've did i've done a bit of research and i believe that maybe selling clothes on is the best option uh you know to get them make sure they're recycled and really reused and get the most amount of wear out of that you know the the fact that the the item has been made the environmental damage has been done but let's get as much use from it as Mm. possible and i've sold a bunch off there and i've bought some really lovely bits on there as well like i I found 50s dresses that i want to wear and i bought them for like a tenner and all that and i've thoroughly thoroughly i was literally on the way home from london like on the way to record this podcast and i should have been looking at emails whoopsie but i spent the entire time on vintage just looking at vintage dresses and i've like bought two (laughs) but they're like 15 quid i'm going to give them a good home and it means that i'm not now putting that money to fast fashion 
Yeah, no, I agree. I, I need to look at Vinton actually. I again, I always thought like I even looked at um. So there's a brand I think probably everyone's heard of it called Her H U R R, and they do R R. R R R R. And they do you rent stuff. I think that's going to be huge. That's really growing. But unfortunately, I did look on there. This was a while ago, like six months ago. And I think there were two dresses in a size 26. And I was like, bummer. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. But I think that that's something that they're looking to expand. And I think that will really grow as well. So that that's exciting. Yeah. We did actually look, didn't we? And out of a list of the 36 most ethical brands in the UK, uh, there was only four that went over an 18 or an extra large, which... Shut up! It's pretty sad if you ask me. Um, yeah. Oh, so God, I yeah, I will just world. say though that some of some of that list does contain like jewellery or accessory brands. But um yeah, about a half of them at least were clothing brands. A company called Birdsong, they actually do up to a a size UK thirty or five XL in most items. And they've got some really nice like bohoey bits and some colourful t shirts as well. Mm. Another brand called Yes Friends, uh, which is actually quite affordable they do ethical okay. basics so i'm talking like 10 pound t-shirts up to a 4xl oh, okay that's good another brand called plant face clothing uh, and they do streetwear up to a 2 or 3xl and then last but not least is a company called stay wild swim swimwear obviously up to a size 24 so go and check those out if you want to um have a look there are also i have noticed a lot of brands who have Live Unlimited, for example, I think they go up to a 28. They have a section on their website that is full of like more sustainable fabrics, like cottons and things like that. So I think a lot of brands are moving towards that. I think Monsoon do that as well. They have like an eco oh, range. Cool. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They only go up to a 24, sadly, in Monsoon, which really makes me cross. Some things I can fit into, most things I can't. Not everything goes up to a 24. Sort it out, Monsoon. Right. It drives me mad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think you just do have to hunt. And that is sad, but it's just facts. So It is very much facts. All doing me. Uh, learn to make your own clothes. I'm still yeah. learning that way, everybody. But even then, I'm not buying fabric new. I am going to charity shops and finding bed sheets, tablecloths, or like I've got some old clothes that I don't like and I, but I like the style of them. So I'm going to go in and kind of like redo them and things like that. I'm reusing fabric that's already out there. That's a really sustainable oh, way. It's obviously very niche of the amount of people that will be listening to this. But I don't think it is niche. You don't? No, I feel like that's... I'd love to do it. Well, I say I would love to do it. I'd love you to do it for me. That would be brilliant. Thanks. Also, I did send you a dress ages ago and I was like, thanks. Yeah, we talked about this, babes. And it's like a thousand pound worth of dress that you just think I'm going to like rock up in my tiny little like box room and I'm going to emerge with this dress for you. I love your optimism. I do. I genuinely Um, do. (laughs) (laughs) I love your optimism. I'll see what I can do. I'll make it out of like an old Power Range bed sheet or something. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, <laughs> not care bears do they in the loft? I'm sure. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> so, something else I wanted to talk about in our fashion episode, Laura, is other reasons that people feel the need to cover their bodies. So, mm-hmm. not just because of their size. It's things like perhaps um, that they're on their body that they need to cover up. So, for example, hair eczema skin conditions varicose veins someone that i know has veins on their legs that they they don't like and as a result only wears now jumpsuits long skirts leggings and i've got this beautiful dress that i want to give this person and she said no thank you that's absolutely fine because it's short and that makes me really sad that Mm. that is the case and i'm sure there are a lot of other people 
who feel similar and also on that as well my nan obviously queen nan right girlfriend is 80 <laughs> bloody five do whatever you want irish you're the queen of the world however she had some really bad psoriasis on her bottom of her legs like for the first time ever and she spent this summer in a fucking heat wave in jeans in long skirts and in leggings because she felt like she had to cover up her legs and she's 85 mm. and it just made me really sad that i think this is the same conversation that we have about fashion for bigger sizes why are you covering up your body? Is it because you want to and that's absolutely fine or because you feel you need to? And I just kind Mm. of wanted to mention that here that I think, you know, maybe that's hopefully a light bulb might go off in someone's head of being like, fucking hell, I don't wear short skirts because I don't want to show off my cellulite. But actually, cellulite is naturally occurring for literally everybody. It's so, oh well, women predominantly, but it's literally a thing that people like men invented as a problem, like hip dips. They did, they literally invented as a problem. Literally. But no, going back to your nan, I remember you saying that to me that she, you said to her about like not covering up and she went, oh, no one wants to see that, do they? She did, didn't she? Yeah. And I was just like, nan, you're 85. Yeah. Yeah. You're 85, like, My stop. nan's the same, and it makes me so sad and, and cross, really, to think that they are, like, a product of the kind of, like, that ingrained, mm. like, the beauty standards that were just invented. Like, it's the beauty like, body standards. Hair. So did you yeah. know that, um, like, hairy legs were, like, completely normal, because they are, um, but they were, like, standard, obviously, and it was only when, um, I think, was it World War One or World War Two, and basically the factories that made women's stockings uh, were having to help make uniforms and were having to rope in for the war effort and they couldn't make as many stockings. And so Gillette, the razor brand, basically was like, okay, great. Well, let's just make women feel shit about themselves. They didn't say that, but I'm pretty sure that's what they what they meant. That's and they basically the said, yeah. yeah, oh, like ladies, if you're getting your legs out, you need to shave. And then obviously we talk, like, there's the pink tax, isn't there? So then they charge them double, but that's literally where it came about. Shut your face. I, yeah. so... I no no thank you <laughs> and that was a problem created by a man same as cellulite in this I think I don't know when it was but at some point in time in the last century someone decided that oh we need to make a cream let's let's sell this cream and we'll just sell it as or oh, we can get rid of your cellulite it's physically impossible you can't get rid of cellulite oh I'm so mad and did you know about 98% of women past puberty have cellulite Literally, like, yeah. Literally and it's some everyone. some people it's more it's more notable than others. I'm telling you now, I haven't thought about my cellulite since I was like 16 because it is naturally occurring. It is not one thing I've thought about when I walk down the beach that I've yeah, got cellulite because literally look at anyone else and they have it. Yeah. Even the models that we see, they don't look like themselves in that campaign. They've been airbrushed, they've been yeah, filtered. It. it doesn't exist. Ah, uh, so, so I'm so mad. I'm so very mad. It's the same with stretch marks as well. Like I remember getting really bad stretch marks on my tummy when I was younger. Mm. And it made me really self-conscious. And I do actually have some on my boobs as well. And I put a story up the other day and my stretch marks on my boobs were quite visible they're like they're quite they're mm. faded now you know like when they're yeah, quite yeah. red to begin with and then they fade yeah and to be honest, yeah. i hadn't even noticed it and someone messaged me and said thank you so much for showing them and not like airbrushing them oh. out or whatever like i never ever use any filters or airbrush in photoshop like you know mm. i really really feel really strongly about that but i was like oh yeah cool like no worries like, i didn't even to be honest i didn't even think about it but it's yeah. nice hopefully that helps someone but like you say like it, it is normal um at the end of the day you're a long time dead, aren't you? And actually, if you got hit by a bus tomorrow, would you be worried about like cellulite, stretch marks, 
the fact that you were wearing stripes <laughs> you shouldn't have been you were wearing the wrong you know, size stripes they were going the wrong way how dare you right then i just think that there are bigger problems to worry about so at the end of the day just be happy where it makes you feel good and also like felicity hayward summed it up beautifully when we had her on the podcast recently it's about comfort where what makes you feel comfortable where it makes you feel good where it hopefully makes you feel fabulous and fuck what anyone else thinks So we also asked you guys on Instagram if you had any questions about fashion rules and beauty standards. Uh, oh, by the way, if you're not following us on Instagram, it's at GoLoveYourselfPod. Make sure you're following us. How dare nice you? Nice plug there. Thank you very much. Anyway, Laura, so I've got the first question for you and it is, is it okay that I still feel better in stripes and black clothes? I'm finding it so hard to get rid of the flattering mentality. Absolutely. If that's what makes you feel good, then I think you should wear what you want. Um, I don't think I'm trying. It's, it's hard. I don't like love the word flattering, but I'm also like I find myself using it. And mm. I still think that I think it's extremely hard to like piss out all of the things that we've had ingrained in us. But in the day, babes, if you feel good in black and stripes, go for it. Wear that. Rock it. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Um, I've got a question for you, Laura. And someone said, how did you feel when you found out you were getting a Simply Be collection? Oh, I think... I'm so proud of you! was probably the right word. I think, yeah, <laughs> since I was 15, I had like a bucket list of things I really wanted to do with my life. And that was definitely one of them. Oh, Obviously, mate. like the ultimate dream is to have like my own properly designed range. But I did actually actually have a hand in designing a lot of the clothes like choosing the prints and the styles and the fabrics and stuff so one of the things I really remember when we were chatting about the range is that I remember chatting to one of the ladies from Simply Be I think she was like the head of brand marketing and she was saying that um, she found it interesting that I said something like oh I always I can't wear this and I can't wear that and as in like talking about like straight up straight down kind of things and I said to them I always thought I couldn't wear something like that but actually I had this dress from you and it fit me beautifully and she was saying about how like again we talk about like fashion rules I really wanted to make sure that the clothes fit beautifully and that we could kind of like make sure that we weren't just designing clothes because they were flattering I think the term that I actually used in the design room was fuck flattering and that was kind of my (gasps) ethos going into it was fuck flattering Someone else asked us how to respond when someone says something looks flattering. That's a good question. Part of me wants to say, fuck off. But uh, the nice part of me would say, oh, that wasn't what I was going for. But thank you. I think I've said that to maybe like my mom or my stepmom or something like that. Or again, I don't think it's coming from a place of malice. And it's however you feel about the word flattering. I just really fucking hate it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> One of our listeners says uh, that she feels like a fraud. She says, I want to stop worrying about body hair and my stomach showing, but I feel more confident when I hide those things. What do I do? How do I stop feeling so self-conscious about it? I mean, first of all, I would say, do you want to wear things that show your body hair or your stomach? You don't have to. If you want to, then okay, then we move forward. But you don't ha- don't feel like you have to as kind of like a rebelling or like I all you know like I, I must you know do something different. Like you don't have to do anything. But if you want to do them, honestly, I think it's easier said than done. But just start. Just go out one day yeah. in a pair of shorts or go out one day in a crop top and just see what happens. And we see it so much on the Facebook group, don't we? That 
women are putting on there. I went out today in a crop top and no one died. I went, I put my swimsuit on at the beach yes. today and no one died. Like I say this in the nicest way possible. No one cares about you as much as you care about yourself. So true, Lauren. No one will care that you're wearing the crop top as much as you are worrying about wearing it. If you want to, I would just say go for it. And it is a process as well. Don't be so hard on yourself. Mm. You know, like Laura always says, this is a lifetime of shit that we have to unlearn. And the moral of this whole thing and everything is just really do what you want to do, what, what makes you feel comfortable and makes you feel happy. That's the most important thing. Couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you so much for listening. We really hope that's been helpful. Um, I'm sure a lot of what we've spoken about has kind of resonated with a lot of you. We'd love to hear your thoughts over on at Go Love Yourself Pod on our Instagram or on Facebook, Go Love Yourself Community. Thank you so much for your support. Love you, bye. Bye. Crowd Network, a place where you belong.